Hi guys, welcome back to the Wimp Podcast. I'm your host, Madeline, the Wimp Harvey. In today's episode, we're going to be doing something extra special. We are going to be going through my impact report. This impact report was created by me for you guys. It is a mix of behind the scenes stuff for the reflection stuff that you guys um, didn't get to see a lot of during the actual 11 weeks of this podcast journey. Um, so sit tight and this, I'm not going to be going through all 43 pages of this impact report. That would be an extremely long podcast. I'm just going to be skimming through the highlights and kind of providing context and a narrative to this so that you guys can listen along while you're flipping through it. Um, without further ado, let's get started. Um, so I'm on page two here, the manifesto, and that's, you're going to see how I decided to organize this impact journey, um, for you guys, instead of doing the podcast journey in a chronological order, I decided to organize this whole impact report based off of the three kind of mantras or takeaways I've had from this journey, which are be all in, be present, and be intentional. So let's dive into that. So be all in, to me, that means in everything in my life, and this is something that, you know, I've always had an all in mentality, but especially applying it to this podcast journey, I really wanted to grow in that and to be all in and, you know, see what I can learn from all this. So you're going to see here, even my elevator image is like, I started out with this mentality of all in. So on page four, um, they just looked a little bit too clean for me. So I decided to try maybe something different. Like maybe all in wasn't right. Maybe it was always forward. And I tried different quotes and stuff um, and different images, but it just still just seemed... Didn't seem like me, maybe too artsy, um, too clean again. Then I kind of had this idea of when I was in Paris, I was the only person in this group of 20 people from all over the world. They weren't just Americans that were willing to try, that I was the only one willing to try escargot. And that was um, kind of a good indicator of how I am in life and how I was in Europe, where I just wanted to even if it meant that I was uncomfortable, get the most out of everything, try something new, and even if it made me stand out in a crowd. So I started with that all-in image, um, and I decided to apply this color palette, which you heard about in a different episode, but it really creates my different aesthetics and colors and just what I gravitate towards who I think I am as a person in a color. And I came up with page seven, the elevator image. That's the one that I decided to go with. Um, Speeding through the resume iterations, um, kind of the same issue. It just looked um, on page eight that they were just a little bit too clean, a little bit too girly even. And I wanted to give off a bolder impression. So that is where I came across page nine. Um, But these seemed maybe too bold and also um, maybe too theatrical. And so on page 10, I liked the colors and I was like, all right, how do we make this a little bit more traditional? Um, But then you'll see on page 11, I was like, you know what? Maybe this pink is too pink for me. Like, I don't want, I don't feel like I am a pink person, a very um, girly person. So, and I wouldn't want employers to think that about me either. And so then we came across the green and that's kind of been a color I've always gravitated towards and felt really good about. Um, and then you'll get on page 12, the resume I'm working off of right now, which obviously I'm still going to be innovating, iterating, 
basically every time I look at it, I want to change something else. Um, but right now I'm pretty happy with this layout. It's, I like the green, I like the fonts and everything like aesthetically. And then I also like the different formatting of it. Like there's a bit more white space and it really just allows you to highlight the absolute best parts um, and draws the eyes to those things. Um, moving on, I'm skipping over what's in my box. Um, C4, I have a whole podcast over that that you guys could listen to, but if you remember, that was about me um, giving up control, being all in, in the fact that I let everyone else decide what my C4 was going to be. And then this is a good transition into the next section of the impact report, which is be present. Um, In that, during the C4, I was in the woods for two hours walking by myself in silence, and that taught me a lot about what it means to be present and what I need to grow in and being present. Um, So that's the second mantra, the second theme we're going off of is being present. That's something I'm trying to really grow in. And um, also from this class, I've learned I need to work more on. Um, So that includes, so from this class, like the bug list, I, you definitely have to be present in thinking about things in order to come up with things that bug you. Um, so the thought bubble, so this was a good exercise in working on. So thought bubbles, I called it that because in this podcast journey, the different guests would come up with, you should do a QBQ, you should do a problem statement, and then more dance it. You should write down a SMART goal and share it with somebody. So I kind of fulfilled all these different various assignments, thought bubbles, if you will, um, in one go in that I asked the question, how can I be more present during the day? And then I came up with a smart goal of be on my phone for less than two hours a day for one week. And you'll see on page 18 how that worked out. Um, This was really challenging for me. I did reduce my time on my phone by 40% from last week, but I still didn't hit my goal. And I was had a daily average of two hours and 11 minutes a day. Um, You'll see my reflection there, but... It was a really good learning process, and I definitely learned what it meant to be present and why I need to grow in that more. Um, going off of being present, on my, you'll see on page 19 and 20, my one day of positivity reflection. Um, yeah, you'll read about it, but that was a really hard day, and it was definitely difficult to try to be positive when I was dealing with things I was dealing with. But it was also a really good exercise in understanding what does positivity really mean? Does it really mean just slapping on a a happy face or does it mean looking at the best in life? Um, Also for my PDP, you can read more about that, but I decided to focus for my personal development plan to focus on prioritizing my health so that I can be more kind to my body and a lot of that requires that I'm more present. And you'll see my MMG meeting notes, and yep, we're going to get in our last part, which is be intentional. So by be intentional, um, this is like a big word and big takeaway from this semester in that I'm trying to be intentional in my relationships, in who I interact with, in my leadership positions, and in different aspects of leadership, even if I don't have like the title of being a leader in a certain group setting. Um, But it also means with my future, with my being intentional with my using my values and my priorities to fuel a better future for myself. So this first thing I show on here is my priorities on page 24. 
Um, this was not a science for the podcast journey, but it was really useful for me. And um, I just kind of came up with it one night when I was really overwhelmed. And I decided to put down my big rocks, my big top priorities, and then all the different little things that I do that are time commitments around that and or goals around that. And then from looking at it all visually, I got to determine, okay, I say this is priority, but is it actually? And I also got to look at, okay, this is definitely a priority because I've definitely am putting more of my time into that. And is that a good thing or a bad thing? So that was really important to me. And then off of that, I looked at, or kind of at the same time was looking at my values. I did all those different assignments for the values. And these are the five values I came up with. Sorry, we're on page 25. Um, in a loose order of, you know, spirituality, um, my faith is first and then is family and helping others, which is closely related. And then for me personally is variety and health. Um, in that health part, you'll see in my daily positive PDP that health has quickly become more of a priority in my life as I'm realizing that, you know, we're only given one body and I just want to value it more. Um, then you'll see my three-year plan. I just decided to include two of my, I made a lot of these different plans because it was fun for me. So you might have a laugh reading over those. Um, yeah, next up is my LPIs. Surprisingly, looking at all of them, my average score was a lot lower than I expected. Um, I consider myself a leader. I consider myself a natural leader and a good leader. Um, so this was kind of surprising to me. Um, but it was good in that I'm learning how being a leader isn't just about me getting things done. It's about helping the group get things done. And I'm trying to grow in that for sure and be intentional with that. Um, my empathy map you can look at, my journey map you can look at, and then, yeah, that about wraps it up. My obituaries right here, and that was a very, I wanted to kind of wrap that up with that, um, the impact report in that, the idea that if I do what I say, if I live these values out, and I actually am all in, present, and intentional, that I could live to be 103 and live a really great life. Um, and impact a lot of really great people. Um, and then, yeah, so then this last part is the wrap-up part, and you can look at that yourself. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, um, and thank you for an amazing 11-week podcast journey. I'll see you guys next week. This, I'm again, I'm your host, Madeline the Wimp Harvey. Have a great night, guys.